Welcome to Notes from the Electronic Cottage. I'm Jim Campbell. At this point in our digital lives, we hope that many, if not most, listeners know the difference between opt-in and opt-out in the digital realm. Pretty near every app on our computers or smartphones or so-called smart devices in our homes, or even things like our medical records, give us a choice of whether to accept vendor-specified conditions of using a tool or service or not to accept those conditions. The trick is how those choices are presented to us. In an opt-out scenario, the manufacturer or a phone company or whoever we're dealing with basically assumes we're willing to accept the conditions that the vendor provides and figures that if we aren't, we'll let them know. Otherwise, the conditions go into effect. It's basically all on us to know that the conditions exist in the first place, whatever they may be, and what they mean, and then to let the manufacturer or whoever know if we don't accept them. In many cases, finding out what those conditions actually are can be a real challenge. In many smartphones, for example, privacy settings when the device or a new app comes from the factory basically give the vendor the right to do pretty much whatever the vendor wants to do with our personal information. If we ask, hey, what's that all about? We often hear, no problem. You can always change your acceptance of our conditions from within the settings on your device or app. Let's just say that finding and changing those settings can be quite a challenge in itself. In an opt-in scenario, we have to make a conscious choice to accept the vendor's conditions of use. If we don't, they don't apply. You may recall the howl that went up from Facebook and other makers of iPhone apps when Apple said that in the future, for any app that an app maker wanted to put into the Apple Store, the app maker would have to make certain conditions of use, like cross-tracking on the web, for example, an opt-in choice. Previously, app makers considered those functions to be an opt-out choice. Since few users knew about that condition of use, which was turned on when they got the product, they didn't choose to opt out and were constantly being tracked on the web, which generated big bucks for the app makers. Once the new requirement went into effect in the Apple Store that those kinds of choices had to be opt-in, 96% of new users said, no thanks, a vivid illustration of the difference between opt-in and opt-out. Which brings us to June of 2021, when tens of millions of users in the US and in the UK have some pretty big opt-out choices to make. Choices which a lot of organizations think should be opt-in if they existed at all. For example, do you own and use one of these Amazon devices? The Ring Floodlight Cam, Ring Spotlight Cam, Echo, Echo Dot, Echo Dot for Kids, Echo Dot with Clock, Echo Plus, Echo Show, Echo Spot, Echo Studio, Echo Input, or Echo Flex? If you do, and if your model is third generation or later, as of June 8th, 2021, unless you heard about this new system and actively chose to opt out, your device is part of a new mesh network called Amazon Sidewalk. Here's what that means, according to Amazon. Quote, 
why should I participate in Amazon Sidewalk? Amazon Sidewalk helps your devices get connected and stay connected. For example, if your Echo device loses its Wi-Fi connection, Sidewalk can simplify reconnecting to your router. For select Ring devices, you can continue to receive motion alerts from your Ring security cams, and customer support can still troubleshoot problems even if your devices lose their Wi-Fi connection. Sidewalk can also extend the working range for your Sidewalk-enabled devices, such as Ring smart lights, pet locators, or smart locks, so that they can stay connected and continue to work over longer distances. Amazon does not charge any fees to join Sidewalk. End quote. So, just how does this work? Well, essentially, Sidewalk enables you to share the Wi-Fi of other Sidewalk users and lets other users share your Sidewalk network. For example, if someone within the range of your Amazon device needs to share bandwidth, they'll piggyback onto your Wi-Fi or internet connection to get to Amazon servers. Will you know if they're doing that? Nope. Interestingly, this wonderful service, which Amazon is generously not charging extra for users, is an opt-out service. In other words, it will be enabled on your Amazon device unless you take the initiative to say no thanks. Hmm. If it's so great a service, why not allow users to opt in, to consciously and affirmatively choose to participate? Perhaps, as Dan Gooden of Ars Technica put it, quote, Amazon's decision to make Sidewalk an opt-out service rather than an opt-in one is also telling. The company knows that the only chance of the service gaining critical mass is to turn it on by default. So that's what they're doing, end quote. We wonder if that makes Amazon users feel warm and fuzzy and delighted to be sharing their Wi-Fi connections with neighbors that they may not even know. One easy way to find out the answer is to, as Apple did with apps in the Apple Store, ask users to choose whether they want the service or not. Perhaps Amazon is aware of what happened when users were given that choice in the Apple Store. About 96% said no thanks. And maybe Amazon doesn't want a similar result with their new sidewalk rollout. If you do have one of these Amazon devices, we'll put a link on how to turn Sidewalk off on the page for today's program in the Public Affairs Archive at www.weru.org. In our view, opt-in is always better than opt-out. Folks over in the UK are starting to reach the same conclusion as Britain's National Health Service is planning to collect individuals' medical records from general practitioners' offices to put those records into a central database. And guess what? That collection is also opt-out. Yep, individuals have to find out that this is going on and then say they don't want to participate. And they have to do it fast, by June 23rd of 2021. Medical records for 50-plus million people in a central database? What could go wrong? We'll ponder that question and discuss some of the possibilities right here on a future edition of Notes from the Electronic Cottage.